We talked about this briefly when Metro Vancouver first announced plans were in the works to create a new $40 million park and campground on one portion of Bowen Island. Well, now that the public consultation portion of that project is coming to a close, there are many concerns that have been raised by residents of Bowen Island. Joining me now to talk more about this is longtime Bowen Island resident Marion Bunchies. Thank you so much, Marion, for being here to talk about this today. Thank you for having me. I remember talking about this when it was first announced, I think about eight months ago, and it's this idea of a new $40 million campground and park on Bowen Island. The public feedback portion of this is coming to an end, and I know there have been some concerns raised by residents of Bowen Island. Can you talk a little bit about this park and what some of those concerns are from the island's point of view? Uh, yes. Um I mean, everybody has a different opinion, of course, um, and there, you know, there's several, several uh, sort of factions. But I think that uh, almost everybody is mostly concerned, or, or, or certainly uniformly concerned, about getting to the island. And um, it's not that uh, you know, it's not that we don't want people to come here, or that we want to keep it all to ourselves. It's that we've got a very, very serious problem um, in, in terms of access. So we're an island, and we have one point on and one point off. And that goes through the cove, which is our little village. And I call it the triple bottleneck of um, Horseshoe Bay, then the ferry, and then our cove. So um, already in the summertime, you know, we've had quite a bit of... Um, uptick in visitors for the past few years, basically since COVID. And uh, so already in the summertime, um, the ferries are, are just in, insane. And, uh, or the, you know, the ferry access, I call it the madness. Um, <laughs> you know, the just the trying to get through that system. Um, so um, it's, it, uh, you know, you're looking at uh, two ferry weights at least. And, um, you know, there are certain times of day when it's, you know, of course, very, uh, uh, very congested. And um, and we have, I think, this, you know, the main thing is that we have um, a lot of people on the island who commute to Vancouver. We're the closest island to Vancouver. And so commuting um, has so far been, you know, viable for people. And... Um, when the when the uh, the ferry traffic becomes you know virtually impossible, when the the um, uh, the lineups you know when people have to have to wait two to three hours in order to get off the island or to get home, they just can't do that you know. And so if if we add a significant number of um, you know visitors to that system. Those people who commute honestly will not be able to continue living on the island. They'll have to leave. As will as will people who, um, you know, who go to who go to Vancouver for medical things. You know, who regularly need to go to Vancouver. It would fundamentally change the fabric of this island. Like if those if those commuters left, um, you know, we would end up being a summer tourist town uh, that. The only people who could live here would be retirees, people who work from home, 
people who work in the tourist industry and people who work in the construction industry and it would just it would just really really um it would it would destroy the community that we have and that's the thing that we're most concerned about we also have uh we you know we have road problems the roads are you know two lanes only we have no shoulder uh on the roads or or very little so cycling is 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 difficult um you know cyclists come over and they're you know going i mean it's very steep because it's a it's an island that goes up a hill and it goes down the other side and they've got you know traffic piling up behind them and then people getting impatient and going around them and you know we worry that uh one of these days somebody impatient is is going to go around them at the wrong time there'll be a car coming from the other direction and the person who's going to get killed is a cyclist so it's 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 just not um you know it's not it's not it's not set up for that now we are working on a multi-use path but that goes only a very short way um up the hill from the cove and we recently got um a government grant for $500,000 to extend that path and with that money that path is going to be extended 500 meters so that's a thousand dollars a meter to build this multi-use path so um and that you know and that would uh, and there's still another um you know 5 kilometers to go to get to the other side of the island so it's going to be a long time and a lot of money before we are set up for you know that kind of traffic on the other side of the island so it's it's just it's you know it's a logistical it's a logistical nightmare and um and that's our main concern we you know we're just we're just worried that our sort of you know just barely functioning system in the summertime in the winter it's fine in the winter you know it's it's uh it's easy to get on and off the island but um in the summer it's it's crazy and so we're just really worried that that it's going to have a an uh, an oversized effect on on our community when you look at the um the metro vancouver proposal for this and when it breaks down what the campsite area would look like as far as the number of day use picnic areas uh, the number of tent cabins and, and general camping areas uh, the the proposal by metro vancouver is really downplaying vehicle access saying that there would be yes there would i think it was 35 accessible drive-in tent sites but they're really pushing this idea that people would take transit or there would be a shuttle bus set up to bring people from the ferry to the campground and that that would cut down on individual car trips so what are your thoughts on that and how that has really been pushed as part of this project uh my thoughts on that are that if people can drive they will and um you know you can you can say oh you know get on a bus in the city and take that you know the the uh whatever it is half hour 45 minute ride from downtown vancouver to horseshoe bay and then um you know and then get on the ferry and so on and so forth um to go camping uh you know it's one thing to do it if you're just going to go for um go for day use to the park but you know if you've got if you've got kids and you've got camping gear and you've got to lug your food and the whole thing nobody is going to do that um 
And, uh, you know, same with, you know, bicycles and pedestrians, we have that same problem. And then the other thing about our whole, um, you know, the, the triple bottleneck of our of our system is that the cove is a madhouse um, when the ferry comes. So, I mean, as I say, it's our it's our main little village. It's we've got, uh, you know, we've got our grocery store and and, uh, you know, various businesses on one side and a park on the other side. And, um, and, you know, there's just this one road that acts both as vehicle access, parking for businesses, and the ferry lineup. Uh, so ferry coming off and ferry lining up to go back on. And then we've got people coming down, picking up and dropping off people. And we've got our own buses coming down, picking up and dropping off people. And we've got pedestrians and people walking off the ferry, you know, walking around. <laughs> and it's like there's just nowhere left to, um, you know, to, to park a shuttle and pick people up and drop people off. Um so uh i i do have a i have proposed a plan to to um uh parks and they seem a little bit interested in it they they have actually reached out and want to talk to me more about it um i talked to them about it in person when they did their open house here um and that is that uh there are you know there are a couple of times in the morning where it might be possible to get um bus, uh, a couple of buses through and so they're talking shuttle i'm talking buses shuttles you know are the little are the little mini buses that carry 12 people mm-hmm. um i'm talking about a um you know like a big bus that uh like a coach it carries 50 people um so I have this idea that to get to the uh to get to the park you would you would have this entire experience of um you know you get on the bus in Vancouver you know wherever it is they want to uh allocate that and um they say there's I don't know how many buses it would be I think it would be you know four total two on one ferry two on another and that and that bus brings you all the way through. You get on the bus in Vancouver, you get off the bus at the park. So that mitigates our, um, uh, you know, we don't have billions of cars trying to go through that system. We don't have, um, uh, you know, cars, billions of cars, well, not billions, obviously, but um, hundreds or possibly thousands of cars, you know, driving uh, through the island. It's just like buses at a particular time of day and the bus driver knows how to navigate through the system because it's quite complicated knowing where to go to get on the Bowen ferry knowing where to go when you get off the ferry so on and so forth so they would know the system i call it it's like a bullet it shoots right through the system at the right time of day and takes them straight to the park and they get off and they have their nature experience in the park and then at the end of the day, or if they're camping at the end of their stay, they get back on the bus and it shoots them right through the system again at the right time of day when the ferry traffic is low and gets them back into Vancouver. And I think that would be, and that, you know, and a coach bus has room underneath, you know, it's got, it's got storage space for all of people's gear. So they would, you know, they wouldn't have to lug it anywhere. They would park wherever this happens in Vancouver and they'd put their stuff in the bus, they'd get on the bus and they'd um 
and they'd arrive in their nature destination. And, you know, there's no need to go to the Cove in Vancouver and go to restaurants. That's a different, that's a different trip. If you want to go to nature and go to camping, I think that could work. It's not, it's not a hundred campsites. That's what, that's what, um, Metro Vancouver wants. And no, it would probably be more like 20 campsites. Um, but I, you know, I, I, that's the only thing I can think of that works. Other people have talked about uh, passenger ferries going to a different location on the island. You know, there's some spots that, you know, could potentially uh, be turned into a, an offloading place for passengers. You know, there are various various people for and against that idea. Um, but, you know, that would be extremely expensive and... Um, you know, taking on a whole taking on a whole transportation system for Metro Vancouver, and I don't, I don't think they can afford it, right. <laughs> and I don't think, um, I, I, I don't think it's going to happen for various reasons. We are talking with Marianne Banshees, a Bowen Island resident, and talking about a Metro Vancouver proposal for a park and campground. And Marianne, we just have a few moments left, but wanted to ask you about the consultation process and how has that been. Um, there has been a big problem in that um, this was sprung on Bowen Islanders. There was a bunch of, uh, shall we say, secret negotiation uh, that went on between Metro Vancouver and our former council um, last year uh, that went on for, I don't know, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. What is that, six months? before we found out anything and most Bowen Islanders found out that it was happening by um, by Metro Vancouver making an announcement like it sort of came over the news and we were all like what <laughs> and, um, and so the the process has been quite soured from the get-go and then so then it was like another um you know it, that was announced in august bowen islanders freaked out and um you know and there was also a lot of uh speculation we haven't had a lot of information from them until until february of this year and and then you know and then it's very sort of sudden um like between february 27th when they gave their first um, official presentation to the council and uh, March 20th is that right yeah so that's less than a month of public consultation for something that could fundamentally change the fabric of this island and we were not pleased <laughs> so and we still are having a really hard time getting information out of them or or you know we have many 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 questions and um and uh and and they don't have any answers yet so they really jumped the gun and um and they and they and they have you know they have plans for this sudden park but they they don't have viable plans for everything else and um uh so it's been it's been very fraught over here on the island and um 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we haven't been at all pleased with the process. Um, but as I say, I'm I'm quite heartened that uh, that Metro has you know reached out to me. I know you know, I, I, and I and I think they're getting the message. I'm hoping that. Um, I'm hoping that things will go better in the future, but uh, you know we'll see. We'll see. 